S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is already Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Find somebody, rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go It's Wednesday, baby. It's hump day. Hump day. Hey, hump day. Hey, hump day. I hope you guys are having a fantastic hump day. If you got to express your feelings in a humping type of fashion today, congratulations. I'm happy for you. You got it in, you know, within the, you know, within the, you know, within consent. Okay. Uh, but of course, hopefully you guys are having a wonderful and beautiful Wednesday. Uh, it is beautiful over here in my neck of the woods. Uh, we got the fellas in the house. Say what up, y'all. Hey. What up, y'all? How, <laughs> how y'all feeling today? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, got that double coffee in me. Now I, I've moved on to Monster Max, we can't, which doesn't show I up know. with your background. Yeah, oh. it, it, you, you switched on <laughs> it to... It makes you invisible. Yeah, it, you switched on to <laughs> invisible stuff. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yep. Um, but uh, good morning to everybody. Uh, hey, good morning, Mihai on Twitch. What up, Mang? It's been a long time, my brother. Hope Romania's doing well and treating you well over there. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah, yeah, you're drinking air, Jack. Apparently, yeah. you're drinking air. You it's, know what I'm saying? It's a new trend. It's the new trend. It cost me $55. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's the new trend. You know, like, you know, bleaching vaginas and, and, and all that, which we'll get to here in a second because, you know, I wouldn't say that randomly. Or would I? Yeah, don't uh, get lippy with me. It, don't, don't. <laughs> hey, that, that is your dad joke. Well, that's not even a dad joke, really, because that shouldn't be. You shouldn't be saying that as a dad to your children. You know what I'm saying? You just don't say yeah. that. But anyway... Anyway, I uh, hope you guys are doing well. You guys doing good, aside from, uh, you know, you drinking air and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, it's a nice morning out. We've got some storms rolling through the St. Louis area later this afternoon, so mm. uh, enjoy this, the sunshine while we got it. Weatherman Buck here for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be in June 75. It's going to be a cool day. Some of, the, some of the spotted showers with the blah, blah, blah. Here's the rest of the forecast of the week. What the hell are you talking about? Anyway. Hey, just as good as a train weatherman. 50-50 chance, man. 50-50. 50-50. Tommy, boy, how you doing? What a gua, man. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Uh, happy it's hump day. And, yeah. Again, it's just another shutdown day. I know, it's just these nondescript blah days where it's like, yeah, I didn't leave my house yesterday. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say at the top of the show anymore. Yeah. I, I, I watched the movie Brazil last night on DVD. Ooh. Again. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. And nice. Yeah. That was about it. <laughs> you can uh, start just staring out your, your window and give us a report on uh, the happenings in your neighborhood. <laughs> Get some I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My window overlooks the playground at my apartment. So I think uh, if I were to look out the window with binoculars at a playground, I think the police would be at my place very, very quickly. That's a um, lot of stuff to discuss with us. Then That's perfect. Yeah. That's right. It would, it would probably provide a few weeks of content at least. Yeah, man. You're just sitting there going, oh, man, you know, there's this piece of plastic that just keeps floating around in the 
in the playground and just keeps twirling. Will somebody just go pick it up? I don't want to pick it up. You know what I mean? You can just do a whole man, your whole podcast that you're still, you know, that you're working on right now. Your whole thing could just be things that you see outside your window. Hey. I think that would quickly just turn into Tom talks with the police. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the show, the police come to my place again because I was at the binoculars out on the playground again. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking like uh, uh, the the Karen Chronicles. You see what I'm mm, saying? So yes. you're talking to the cops oh, yeah. all the time. I'm see not what a I Karen. There? So. No, I know. Oh, we we clearly know that you are far from being a Karen. But I'm just saying. I think this is it's really really funny. Or or a a a white woman acting a damn fool because we talked about this yesterday. Apparently, using the Karen word, the K word, or the C word, which is something that we're going to talk about here very very shortly. Um, you know, depending on how you spell it, it's still apparently a derogatory term, apparently. So uh, we had a conversation yesterday for those who missed yesterday's show. And uh, yeah, we kind of made a decision on is it derogatory or not? So white women acting a damn fool or white women showing day ass is like the other version of it, I guess. I guess. I mean, it, it, you know, at least that's what I think is like uh, that'll suffice for now. You feel me? Like, what do you guys think? <laughs> Switch over to. <laughs> I think I lost my train of thought when you talk about white women showing their ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough, my brother. That is fair enough. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. Um, something that, that is very interesting. Speaking of Karen, this is a, this is a quick one, okay? Quick piece of st- piece of story. It's not one of our top news, but it was something that I saw right when we opened, uh, right when we started the show. But I, I find it very very interesting, and it all has to do with Karen. Okay, so San Francisco lawmaker proposes Karen Act. To stop discriminatory 911 calls. Karen with a C. Okay, so San Francisco Supervisor uh, Shaman, Shaman, I don't know, Walton has introduced an ordinance that would punish racially motivated 911 calls named the Caution Against Racially Exploitive uh, exploitive, uh, Non-Emergencies. Or Karen Act. Hmm. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't try and force that acronym too much. I mean, there's yeah. an extra E on the end of it. Non-emergencies. It should be the Kareni. Yeah, the Kareen. The Kareen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the there's, there's a, there, no, there, it's hyphen-based, Tom. Uh, yes, it is hyphen-based. It is and hyphen-based. they changed Karen to a C. I mean, this is like the most forced, like... What do they call it? Uh, uh, it's too early in the morning. But yeah, the first, the most forced like abbreviation ever. So uh, this, uh, the San Francisco supervisor also tweeted after that and said, uh, nine, uh, racist, uh, shaman, shaman, I'm, I'm assuming his, his name is shaman. And I'm sorry for messing it up, messing it up. Shaman or shaman uh, tweeted, Racist 911 calls are unacceptable. That's why I'm introducing the Karen Act at today's uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors meeting. 
uh, this is the Karen we need. And then he put out the acronym again, uh, spelled it out. Ac- you know what I mean? That's the word I was looking for. Acronym. Yeah. Acronym. <laughs> Not Acura. Acronym. Anyway, so I find that very interesting because obviously there's been a lot of sightings as of late. It seems like every five minutes there's a new video like we've talked about it yesterday. It's just, you know, it's everything from the Central Park Karen to the arguably the Chipotle Karen to the. Let's see the uh, oh, the Karen and Ken uh, uh, sighting that we had in St. Louis where they're they're full on Bonnie and Clyde out there, you know, natural born. Uh, natural born uh, uh, killers type thing mm. out on their front lawns with their with the AR-15s and their little pistol. You know, there, there's been a lot of sightings and it continues on and on. I'm literally opening up my phone and there's a new Karen or there's a new Ken or, you know, it's it's weird for the male, for the men name, men, men's name. They It's been Kevin or Ken. It feels like they're leaning towards Ken right now. But anyway, I digress. So uh, the fact that he's trying to propose this act, I think, is a really good idea. Maybe it will stop people from actually doing crazy things. These people, these white people showing their ass or white people acting the damn fool. Uh Maybe it'll stop. And there's black people acting a damn fool, too. Let's, let's be completely straight funky. You know, the ones that get caught on tape, um, there, are, there are those, too. But it's been majority white as, as of late. Um, so this Karen Act, I feel like, would be a very good motivator to maybe diminish the amount of phone calls that are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, so uh, Walton, she, uh, or he? He. She? He. He uh, introduced... Uh, the Karen Act uh, on Tuesday, and it will make it illegal for people to contact law enforcement solely to discriminate on the basis of a person's race, ethnicity, religious affiliation, gender, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ordinance will also allow individuals harmed by these calls to sue for damages up to $1,000. Uh, 911 calls and emergency reports are not customer service lines for racist behavior, and using these for fraudulent reports based on the perceived threats of someone's race, takes away emergency resources from actual emergencies. Uh, Fraudulent emergency calls against people of color are a form of racial violence and should not be tolerated. Beautifully said and beautifully done. I'm I'm happy about it. The only thing is, is I could see if there's a situation that is really going down. I mean, not everybody's crying wolf. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's faking the funk. So imagine if somebody is atta- being attacked and it's somebody who is somebody who is white that's calling on on the, with somebody who is of another race, a person of color is coming after them. I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate here. OK, just just entertain this idea for a second. You're calling the cops said woman. OK, you're getting attacked by a person of color. You call up. The cops. You call 911. You're saying, help me. There's a man in, in my house. That, and just say, you're saying there's a black man in my house trying to stab me. Now, I understand that could. Obviously, that would make somebody go, OK, we're on our way. But let's just say this. I feel threatened by this black person. Say that that per- black person or that person of color is really, really is threatening that person. Do you have to go through a list of, of checkpoints, of bullet point questions that have to be answered before they actually send out 
uh, you know, answered that distress call. It just doesn't make, to me, there's, there's, it feels like there's going to be, when somebody really needs the help, it might be too late by the time the cops get there. You see what I'm saying? Because they're not sitting there saying that there's going to be like a protocol of questions, you know, that the 911 dispatcher has to ask before they send the, uh, a, 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 a police officer over. But at the same time, it kind of feels as though that's what's going to happen. You see what I'm saying? Because not mm. every woman, not every person is crying wolf. You see what I'm saying? So how can you differentiate from someone who's being a, sorry to say it, but AKA a Karen, you know, or someone who's actually truly being attacked? So I think this is going to be a post call type of thing. Like they still are going to be fielding all of the calls. And then if they find out that the call was just a, uh, a call based on racism or a call based off of discriminatory ac- actions against someone just because you don't like them and there's no actual per- like perceived threat, like then, then there would be like a possibility for a fine and, and, uh, and jail time already for a false uh, report. Uh, but the, so Walton said the ordinance isn't designed to discourage people from reporting emergencies in good faith, but to protect people of color who are targeted by these calls. Uh, he noted that making false police reports in California is already punishable by up to six months in jail, uh, but there are currently no consequences by law for people who make fraudulent emergency calls based on race. Um, he also expressed support for State Assembly member Rob Banta's Assembly Bill 1550, which would create uh, civil liability and criminal offense for those making false 911 calls based on bias against people in a protected class. Um, uh, similar laws already exist in Oregon and New York. Mm. So um, he said both the Karen Act and AB 1550 are part of a larger nationwide movement to address racial bias and implement consequences for weaponizing emergency resources with racist intentions. So it sounds like it's one of those things where people will still call. Yeah. And a lot of people won't even hear about this act, so they won't even know about it. This is just going to be one of those things where there's additional accountability after the fact. And where someone could sue them, uh, and, and you know, while they also are going to jail, they could also be sued, and then that person can gain some kind of compensation back for, you know, you know, some of those situations could go completely wrong. So I don't know if a thousand dollars of a max like lawsuit is okay or not. Mm. Uh, um, but every case is a little bit different, right? Yeah, I mean, every every single case is different, and that's why it's like, all right. How can you differentiate between the d- different things, especially like, for example, the Central Park incident that happened with the, the, the Cooper woman. Right. And she's screaming bloody murder. Now, obviously, what if the vi- what if there was no video there? Then it turns into a hearsay situation. So then how can you implement the Karen Act in something like that when she's caught red handed on tape doing something so ridiculous? Right. Now, there's other Karen moments, Karen actable <laughs> offenses out there that aren't caught on video. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, like I said, you know, uh, you, you're making good points there, uh, Jack, and I appreciate those, those points. It's, it's just, for me, I'm happy about it. Yay. Great. Maybe it'll make people think twice <clears throat> about picking up the phone and dialing 911 over something 
that is ridiculous over something that you just, for some odd reason, just don't agree with. I don't know. It's definitely something to think about. Like I said, there's so many different moments that are happening. Happening. I'm literally, I opened up my phone this morning. Quick little story time. Open up, this, open up my phone this morning, and literally there's a video right there of a, they're calling her the Ranger, Ranger Karen, because there's a, a family, um, you know, I, I don't know what ethnicity they were, but they clearly were not white. Um, you can't really tell in the video. Um, but anyway, they're just hiking. And this woman suddenly is going, well, you stopping them in the middle of this trail and they're respecting the, you know, the family's respecting everybody else who's hiking. Everybody, everybody else is respecting them in regards to six feet of the, you know, the social distancing and all that. And this woman gets right up in these people's faces and says, you shouldn't be here. Where did you park your car? You don't belong in this country. I'm calling the cops. And they're sitting there going, we're American. We're American. What are you talking about? You know? So she's trying to call the cops in the middle of the woods, by the way. And only reason why she finally started to flee was because they had a camera in her face. They had their phone in their face. And she realized that they were videotaping her. And... And like I said, it could, you know, those things, if you're not having a camera out, if you don't have your phone out ready to record, it seems like it turns into hearsay, you know, which is and what, what I've noticed is that the only the only weapon that we really do have in certain situations is our phone is the camera that we have, you know, because it, it shows proof positive how crazy that person's being. You know, so I don't know. It's uh, the Karen Act. I'd love to see what happens with it. You know, uh, if they start to implement it, if they get voted in, if they start to implement it, the you know, where to what extent is, is, is it going to be? How detailed is it going to be? Um, because that's that's everything, too. You know, it's uh, it's, uh, you know, devils in the details of what's going on within that act. But the other thing is, is um, and it's something Enemy Nation just said, and I, I, I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of agree. Oh, my God. I agree with Enemy Nation. Um, <laughs> how about the Smollett Act? Something to think about. I kind of agree with that. Faking the funk. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that everybody, you know, like the, the Bubba Wallace situation, he didn't fake that. You know, it, I don't think that applies underneath uh, something that's that is Jesse Smollett, but a Smollett act I can see, but I don't think it's going to be v used very often. Personally, what do you guys think? I mean, I don't know how often of, of a situation that people are out. Um, you know, I, that, that whole situation I still am like tossed up about like if it was set up if it was fake like i i just it's, it's just so weird of a situation like how about everything went down. yeah the uh, bubble wallace well no i'm talking about the jesse small oh, the, the, oh. oh okay the actual event the Je yeah, jesse the actual okay. event mm -hmm. yeah um and you know so 
I, I just don't know. Like, they're, I know that the guys are, are not going to go and press charges or something because they couldn't get their stuff back from the police, mm-hmm. which included, like, all the things that were said to be used during, like, the event. And they're like, yeah, we want our, we want our stuff back that we used to possibly assault this person that we're saying that we didn't assault. Like, I, I don't know. That, that's just a weird situation. So to name it after that whole thing without having, like, a 100% clear idea of what happened and like the final say like what was the final say is that it's like like is he going to jail oh who's no, going I to mean, jail but right, <laughs> right now right now he's still in the middle of uh he's still in the middle of the, they're still in the middle of the case so i mean he's still being tried they're still trying to get him they're still trying to slap something on him um yeah but right now like something of uh i forgot what charges he's he's dealing with right now but it i, I think it's tampering with federal t- Something I don't remember, but um, so there's already something in place. For yeah, there, no, no, no. I mean, like, since they couldn't <clears throat> get him for the the noose, you know, the the noose and the bleach situation, um, they're trying to get him on a federal uh, on on something on a federal offense. But I just don't know. I don't remember what yeah. it is exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, this st- he's still fighting. You know, they're trying yeah. to get him on a civil uh, on a civil suit as well. I mean, the the story, the saga is still continuing, continuing with Jesse Smollett. But, you know, yeah. we can only but in general, wait, you know, in general, having that opposite side of, yes, if someone's making false accusations against somebody and then if somebody is going out and saying that they are the, the false recipient of a racist incident and to be able to get the other person in trouble, then, yeah, that should be weighed out on both sides. Yeah. I mean, there should be equal punishment by law for both things because you're putting the opposite person in that position where they are now looked at as a perpetrator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if Jesse, if Jesse gets away with it, if he walks away from this situation unscathed, I will be surprised personally. I'll be surprised. Um, But that's, you know, that's a whole other Charles Dickens story up in this piece, you know, the Jesse Smollett story. Um, and, I, you know, I feel bad. Not only I don't feel bad for him, I feel bad for his family, you know, the other people who are out there. There, you know, he has uh, a brother and sister that are in the, the acting game as well. And I, I, I just keep thinking that that's that whole situation is just screwing up their opportunities to to succeed and to flourish as uh, names in Hollywood. Uh, He kind of screwed the pooch for the whole family, for everything, and himself, of course, um, because no one's going to rock with him, period. You know? So, it's you know, it's stupid. Mm. It's stupid. Um, But, uh, so we'll see what happens with the Jesse Smollett thing. But, yeah, I, I mean, I could see a Smollett act for sure. Absolutely. But, you know, um, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to be as prominent. You know, I don't think it's going to be used as much uh, as the Karen Act to be completely straight funky. Like I said, every every five minutes, there's a new video leaking of a Karen or a, you know, a quote unquote Karen or Ken acting the damn fool. You know what I'm saying? Which, of course, we will be talking about here in a little bit because we do have some video footage of some more people acting the damn fool um but anyway moving on we got to get into this conversation because this is something that's part of our top news 
All right. And of course, comment down below about this last subject that we just talked about. Definitely comment down below and let us know what you think, because I'd really like to know what you guys think and, you know, keep the comments going. Anyway, this next topic is it's on our top news. And this is. I'm actually happy that this is happening um, or this happened. OK, because now everyone gets a chance to see a little bit of what's going on inside the mind of Kanye West. So Kanye West went to Forbes and had a interview with Forbes. And um, as I said in the, the title up above us, Kanye finally dumps Trump. And he says, in, and I'm quoting, I'm taking the red hat off. So in this absolutely crazy interview, the star fleshed out his 2020 presidential ambitions for the very first time. Tommy boy, let's speak on this, man, because this is. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so <laughs> good. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. What all has he said in this? Um, he, he said that he he's upset with how Trump has dealt with the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, he said without specifically w- without specifying exactly what he meant, the star said it looks like one big mess to me. I don't like that I caught wind that he hid in the bunker. Uh, let's see. He says uh, he wants to run under the banner of the birthday party. He wants to call his party the birthday party because when we win, it's everybody's birthday. So, yeah. <laughs> he okay. says, what did he say here? He says the clearest vision, the, according to this article, the clearest vision he offered of what he wants to do is the movie Black Panther. He says a lot of Africans do not like the movie and representations of themselves in Wakanda, but I'm going to use the framework of Wakanda right now because it's the best explanation of what our design group is going to feel like in the White House. Um. Let's see. Uh, West appears to accept that he may not win this year, saying, let's see if the appointing is at 2020 or if it's 2024, because God appoints the president. If I win in 2020, then it's God's appointment. If I win in 2024, then that was God's appointment. So, yeah, I mean, we kind of worried that Kanye might be having an episode here. Definitely sounds like he is. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Pause for a second. Have you ever heard Kanye speak? You guys can basically say yes. If you say yes, if you say yes, then he clearly is always like this. So, like, if you go, like, the most fascinating interview I've ever seen with Kanye West was with David Letterman on his My Next Guest Needs No Introduction on Netflix. Just watch that. Just watch it. Do yourself a favor. Sit down and consume that for 52 minutes. And I'm telling you right now, you will get Kanye West right there in that 52-minute episode or however long it is. The man is unhinged. No matter what, no matter how many prescription drugs he's on to keep him even, the fact that imagine him without those, those meds. Let's just be completely straight funky. So, yes, the man is a genius in his art. He's extremely a creative genius. Absolutely. 
There's no, there's no argument about that. But then you click and drag that on top of the country and him running the country? Bruh, I don't know. Now, the fact that he is serious about this says something. Now, I'm wondering if he's done what he, needed to, he needs to do in regards to getting those signatures. Because it's, it's not like he could just hop on. He's got to do a few things. There's a little bit of red tape he has, he's got to do. At least a little bit. Has he done anything? Has he stepped towards that to make those things happen yet? That's what I'd like to know. But it sounds like he hasn't. So, I don't know. What's that? Uh, meanwhile, he tweeted uh, the day after he announced that he's going to be president, he tweeted that he's building Yeezy shelters. So Excuse me? Uh, he looks like he's running for president and building doomsday bunkers. <laughs> like, Wait, he's building doomsday bunkers? Well, no, yeah. he said uh, Yeezy shelters is what he shared on Twitter. It's like the next thing after he shared after saying he's running for president the following day. He said that he's building Yeezy shelters in process. Hashtag 2020 vision. Those look like massive structures that are going to be covered in concrete. <laughs> mm. or, and who knows I mean, how far down they go, you know? I don't know. Uh, he's got money to do it all. So, <laughs> I mean, he's got money for sure. But yeah. it, it's just so weird to me. But that's the thing. You see his interview. If you go and check it out, his interview in, uh, in, in Forbes, uh, he, you, you could see that clearly he's, like you said, Tom, you know, he's unhinged. He's not, he's not fully all there, 110%. Like, the dude, the dude... The dude might be on his meds, but those meds ain't kicking in yet. I don't know what's going on, man. I I don't know. I don't know. It's uh. I'm still, go ahead, Tom. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. I'm still really I'm still really skeptical of all of this, though. I mean, you know, I don't know that it, I don't know that I really believe that he's broken with Trump. I think he might be saying he's breaking with Trump in an attempt to get more people to break off from the Biden vote. I mean, if people just see him as you know a hardcore conservative friend of Trump that's running in this election, they might be like, oh, okay, you're just trying to pull votes off of Biden. But if he breaks with Trump and says, I don't agree with Trump and I don't like Trump now, then he might, you know, in his mind, he might be able to break off some of those Biden voters. Could be a ploy. So I, I don't trust him. I don't, I don't trust that, that he's really broken with Trump. I still think this might be a ploy to try mm. and pull voters away from Biden. You know, if you really think about it, I like what you said, Tom, because if you really think about it, if he's sitting there going, nah, I'm, I'm taking my red hat off. I'm taking that hat off with this interview, right? So then all, let's just say he's a black conservative. Like we talked about in the last time we talked about this. We talked about this on Monday. Now, what if that's the move for him to sit there and go, well, Trump is obviously leaning hard into the white nationalists and leaning hard on racist rhetoric now. Basically, you can, you know, uh, uh, getting behind the Confederate flag, getting behind all the things that hardcore right wing conservatives and white nationalists would would be leaning on. Right. Then you got Kanye who's coming in. And the thing is, is that not a whole lot. I would hope I would assume I would assume because I don't I'm not a black conservative, but I would assume that there's a good portion of black conservatives that aren't liking the stuff that Trump is saying and standing behind suddenly. 
right? He's hard. He's he's leaning hard on that race card. Okay, so maybe Kanye gets the 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 petition those those uh, signatures that he needs. Let's just say he gets those signatures that he needs. Suddenly, black conservatives are going. Well, I ain't voting for this racist son son of a gun. But Kanye is a black conservative. I'm not going to vote for Biden because he's just meh. He's in the land of senility. See what I did there, Tom? I learned a new word. <laughs> senility. <laughs> so then they're going, well, let's vote, for, let's vote for Kanye. So then everyone goes and votes for Kanye. Instead of voting for Biden. So Trump still gets the votes. You see what I'm saying? Trump yeah. still gets the votes that he needs, but a lot of the votes are still, and then a, a lot of the votes are going over to, to Kanye, both on the conservative and liberal, because there's going to be people who are just Kanye West fans, and they're going to go and, and vote for him anyway. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to yeah. screw up the voting, the voting process anyway. Kanye's not going to win. Hail to the nah. He's but just he going to play, muck it he up. He might play spoiler, although I doubt it. He could play what, say? <laughs> He could he could play the spoiler in the election though. I mean he could, I mean I don't think he's going to, but he could pull off some votes from Democrats and absolutely cause Biden to lose. I don't think he's going to. I don't think enough voters will split from the Democratic Party to support Kanye West, knowing that Kanye West doesn't really have a grasp on reality. But um, yeah, I, I I can't help but think that that's not Kanye West's motivation isn't to split the Democratic Party and hand Trump a second term. Right. Just. I mean, he's been—I mean, he's been going to bat for Trump from the beginning, and now here we are, a few months out from the, the election, and he's pulling this kind of stuff. I just don't right. buy it. Now, now the other thing is, is the um, there are people who are sitting there saying people keep on sitting sitting here saying that this is a publicity stunt to promote his upcoming album, and and he's basically his response was saying, "I'll give that album away for free." Now, I'll say this though. Why would he need to do a publicity stunt to promote an album? Trust me, he could put out an album right now without anybody knowing and everybody would know. Does that make sense? There are still Kanye West fans that will consume everything that he does. Why do you think Adidas was saved by Yeezys? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why he's going over to Gap. That's why he's about to make some millions. He's about to make billions off of Gap. You feel me? Like, there's so many things that people are going, oh, yeah, this is a publicity stunt. No, it ain't. This is not a publicity stunt to push some sort of album. I guarantee you that. This man could literally drop an album today, right now, this very second. It can, it could, the whole album could be beep bop, boopity boop, boop, beep bop, all noises and all, all bells and whistles throughout the entire album and everyone will be like dude, dude man that stuff the jam duh bruh this thing's the bomb trust me he can literally throw ish on the wall sprinkle it with salt and say art and people will be like yes i see what he's saying here so it has nothing to do with any publicity stunt because he's kanye he is Kanye. We refer to him in his first name. Do you know how big you have to be? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
There's only a few people that you can actually say that about. You know? Whitney, Mariah, Brittany. You see what I'm saying? There's only a few people you can do that to. So he doesn't need. (laughs) One day, my brothers. One day. But you don't have to. He doesn't have to do publicity stunts. That's not that's not his that shouldn't even be his MO. So he really is really down trying to make this thing happen for show for show. And, and I think need, people need to just start uh, deleting that idea out of their minds of some sort of publicity stunt. You know, like I said, the his uh, his gospel album that he recently put out uh, earlier uh, earlier this year. People, people were downloading it. I downloaded it. You know what I'm saying? People consumed it. He didn't have to promote anything. He just dropped it, and there it was. So anyway, just saying, people still eat his ish up, and there's no need for him to do any kind of publicity stunts. People will buy his stuff no matter what. So we'll see what happens in regards to what he's saying as far as... (laughs) Uh, the birthday party, I think that's hilarious. And, uh, and that his, com- his campaign slogan will, according to the magazine, will be simply yes. So he's the yes man. He's, he's basically Jim Carrey. Yes man. <laughs> yes. So. Kanye, can you resign? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bring in All the right. bring in the VP. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is uh, you know like I said, uh, you know definitely comment down below and let us know what you think about this whole situation. Uh, you know, publicity stunt. You know, is it a publicity stunt? Is this is this is this real, or is this just full on trash? Comment down below and let us know for sure. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, that's funny. Enemy Nation just said, reparations, Kanye? You know what? That'd be funny if, you know, hey, Kanye, reparations? He'd be like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Giving little babies AIDS-infected needles? Yes. Thank you, Kanye. You know what I mean? Just, just, no, he'll see saying yes to everything. His slogan is yes. Millions of dollars to me and me only? Yes. I'm like, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Kanye. Anyway, I'm interested to see what happens. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, would, I would definitely kill to see that. Anyway, moving on to the next conversation. Um, we have got to talk about how the uh, U.S. of A. is withdrawing from the uh, World Health Organization. Tommy, what is, what's going on with this? This is new news as well. Yeah, the Trump uh, administration has formally notified the United Nations of its withdrawal from the World Health Organization, uh, although the pullout won't take effect until next year, meaning it could be rescinded under a new administration if we have a new president in November. But the Trump administration has been trying to pull out of the World Health Organization for a long time. Uh, They criticize the WHO. Uh, They criticize their response to the coronavirus pandemic. They accuse them of bowing to Chinese pressure. So Trump is now going to pull us out of the World Health Organization. Wow. In the middle of a pandemic. Yep. Interesting. So, Interesting. <laughs> now, 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 real quick, his reasons behind it. One more again. 
Yeah, uh, he did not like their response to the coronavirus pandemic. He accused them of bowing to Chinese influence. Um, so that's his. He, he's been aggressively attacking China because he's, you know, kind of, you know, screwed the pooch on our coronavirus response in this country. So he's made China a scapegoat on it. And there is certainly blame to go around at China For and probably sure. the World Health Organization. For sure. But, no one seems to be in agreement with them here on pulling out of the World Health Organization. I mean, the Republican chairman of the Senate Health Committee, Lamar Alexander of Tennessee, said he disagrees with the decision. He said, certainly there needs to be a good, hard look at the mistakes of the WHO that uh, might have in connection with the coronavirus. But the time to do that is after the crisis has been dealt with and not in the middle of it. So even people in his own party are saying this is a stupid idea. But, you know, his anti-global base will eat this up. And that's, you know, Donald Trump is not interested in being a president. He's a campaigner. And that's I think that's what he's doing here. I saw that Joe Biden said that if he's elected on the first day, he'll uh, reverse the decision. Well, yeah, I think most people think that would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't, 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 you know, it's it's funny how uh, uh, Trump is trying to blame, uh, you know, trying to blame everything on China and, you know, even TikTok, which, you know, of course is just not a, not a good thing. Uh, and also, <laughs> I did a video about that. So go and check that out for sure. I put that out last night. So check it out when you get a second, because um, they're, they're looking to ban TikTok from the U.S., which to me, I personally, I, don't, I could care less. Um, <clears throat> but this, in this situation, I just I don't I just I could care less uh, about about TikTok uh, being here or even existing. I just think it's a ridiculous uh, platform. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's ridiculous. It's pointless. I don't learn anything from it. It is just trash. But that's just my personal opinion. Uh, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money off of it and uh, do you boo boo. But I guarantee you, if you gr gr go ahead and click and drag your stuff over to YouTube, you're still making the monies too. You could still do make, you could still go and make that same monies over there. But that's just my personal opinion. Moving on to over here to this situation. The thing is, is what I find really funny is that Trump is also saying that, that we are in good standing, even though numbers are surging, numbers are still growing. Now I get it. That people are sitting here saying, hey, the more tests we have out there, the more cases are going to happen. Of course. Of course. And that's great that there are more cases or uh, that there are more tests that we are that are readily available so that if you're not feeling well, you can go and get a test. There are actual uh, <laughs> there are actual politicians out there that are trying to get people to stop taking tests. Literally. Why? You ask? Well, my only my only main assumption is that they just don't want to have the numbers keep going up. So they're going to stop taking tests. And I get it. But at the same time, that still does not stop the fact that these things, these cases, that that the that the coronavirus is growing. The coronavirus is out there. And people are still getting infected. So why would you go and say, oh, we're out of World Health Organization. We're, we're, we're withdrawing. When, the, when cases are still surging, you're stopping. You're trying to muffle Fauci 
from speaking still. You're trying to get him to stop talking. Why? We need to know these things, y'all. We need to know these things. Withdrawing from, I don't know. I just think it's a, it's a, it's a terrible move. It's a bad idea. We need to get America healthy again. That's what we need to do. More than anything. More than anything. Um, I will be opening up. I will be opening up the uh, the lines here very very shortly. Sorry, somebody just tried calling. We will be getting the uh, lines open here very very shortly. I'm sorry, but we got to get this conversation moving, fellas. What are your thoughts? So, I mean, as of right now, we just crossed over the three million mark uh, of people that are confirmed to have COVID in the U.S. Yeah, and if you remember the numbers that they were expecting, like, and we already have like 135,000 plus deaths. Mm-hmm. So they were expecting our numbers of total infected was going to be anywhere from 120 to 200 million people over the course of this of this pandemic. So we aren't even at 10 percent of the expected infections. So let's multiply all the things by, you know, 10 just to even say it's on the low side. Say it's 30 million people that get infected. We still got 1.3 million deaths. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't understand, like, at how many is acceptable? Like, and what is a good number? Like, <laughs> and what, you know, what's the way you can spin it to where it make it sound, or make it sound good? Oh, it's only the old people dying. Oh, you know, this, everyone needs to go back to schools, and Trump wants to put the kids back in the school and have, like, no limitations on it. Right. And just dump them back in the schools with everything, like, normal. It's a, I don't know, it's a very interesting thing that people want to stop testing. One, I, I, you know, I think it's because there's not enough tests to be able to be used and enough people to be able to be out there testing people all the time. Uh, and as they get stuff that's, you know, coming back, they need to do an over-the-counter test where you can go up to Walgreens and buy it and do it yourself, like, and see if you, if you have it. Like the, because you know, setting up these stations where people are waiting in line for hours on end doesn't work. Like that's, you know, we can't have people uh, sitting on the freeway trying to get off of an exit to be able to go get tested. Like that's, you know, it, it just isn't, I don't know, efficient. Uh, so we need a more efficient way. Send everybody one in the mail along with the vote, you know, way to, to be able to vote too. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, there's ways that we can improve this system, you know, and I, I just don't. And they're like, oh, yeah, all these schools and all these other countries are opening up right now. Well, it's like, yeah, because they also shut down more. They didn't have the the infection rates re-rise. They flattened their curve. Yeah. And, like, diminished it. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I think that, you know, anything that is said right now is trying to make things look in a good light, a positive light. Um, he, he's on Twitter, you know, calling it the China virus again and, you know, and pushing that narrative of, trying to place all the blame there yeah um, it's a scapegoat tactic uh, and i i don't know i fear for what is going to happen over the next six months uh, <laughs> i mean there there is going to be a lot of people dying there's going to be a lot of systems tested uh, and, and pushed to the brink yeah uh, they're talking about down like the down in florida and arizona and like some of these other southern states that had these hot spots and stuff, they have larger increases in the amount of people that are getting infected than other countries do. 
just yeah. in the states alone. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's absolutely embarrassing. I mean that like, and there was a recent poll that came out showing that eighty-one percent of Canadians want to keep the border shut down with the United States because their caseload, you know, their number of cases rising every day, and the ratio is way less than us. Like we've been hit so hard by this because we have a president who just didn't want to lead on it at all and said, oh, no, things don't need to shut down. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to social distance. I can still throw these big events where everybody's on top of each other. Don't pay attention to Herman Cain. He's just hospitalized right now. I mean, it's a complete cluster F because the guy doesn't know how to lead a country. He doesn't know how to everything he's done in this. He's just kicked down to the governor's. He said, oh, I don't, I don't, this is a state-by-state issue. And then we have, you know, Republican lapdog governors like we have here in Missouri that then kick it down to the municipal level. Mm-hmm. So the president doesn't want to lead. Our governor in Missouri doesn't want to lead. So it all goes down to, like, municipalities, and that's a stupid way to run a country during a pandemic. You yeah. need to have a unified, uh, uniform system that people can go by, but he never wanted to lead on it. Because he never wanted to lead on anything. He just wanted to be president so he could say, I'm President Trump. Look at me. It's like a Make-A-Wish Foundation thing with him. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's, you know, know, regardless of anything, you know, it it, it is a situation that needs to be. Unfortunately, we got to look at the facts. And if we're not willing to look at what's really going on, if we're, we're just trying to steer clear and say that this situation this thing is just like the boogeyman like it's just some like the boogeyman doesn't exist in this situation it does there are people who are getting sick from this that are dying from it or just getting sick from it period that are just getting sick um and that's something that needs to stop you know we we need to stop getting people more and more sick from this we need to find a way to make that make that possible but anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I will be opening up the phone lines so that we can actually talk because I know somebody just tried calling. Um, so we will be opening up the phone lines after this commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button down below and also be sure to hit that subscribe button. That would really, really mean a lot. Anyway, we got to get into the next topic of our day. And um, there's something that is uh, very interesting that's going on uh, that's been tweeting or that's been uh, trending as of recently, and it has to do with, this is a complete left turn, something light, something fun, something that we can all enjoy. Uh, this is uh, something that has to do with Cardi B bleaching her hoo-ha? Jack, what, what's, what's going on with this, man? So, uh, let me get the proper background up for you. Oh, thank you. Well, you're not up right now because I am actually uh, oh, pulling pull up that video, video. Up? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, so Cardi B is a um, oversharer, as some people would say. Uh, and, and she enjoys, you know, really connecting with her fans and showing the daily uh, ins and outs of her life. Um, but this one was on Instagram, and she shared a video of herself at, at home where she had a person that was over and uh, helping her to wax and then bleach her vagina lips. 
So labia, outer labia, I imagine. I'm not quite sure. Uh, they didn't show that part of the video. Um, and uh, yeah, she said she's not about body bleaching, but she's okay with it for armpits and for the like her nether regions. It, it's, so, <laughs> um, okay. It is uh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Um, Just got to play the video. It's, yeah, I'm trying to. I didn't. Uh, where is this video, bro? Oh, uh, I think this is it. Okay. Hold on. I got to mute you guys, I think, because it's going to be loud. I have a feeling. All right. So this is her. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Bleaching the bleaching the VJJ. Here we go. Oh, my God. I am bleaching my cootie cat. Yup, Fatima got me right. I'm in my crib getting my vagina bleached, my underarm bleach. Because, you know, um, sometimes we just quick shave and everything, and it just gets your vagina just a little bit dark and everything. And I just, I, I don't believe in body bleaching. I just believe in, like, on the arm or, like, your vagina, maybe your I like my brown ass, so, but, uh, yeah, totally, I'm getting my vagina bleach. Thank you, Fatima. Oh, there's more. Oh, man. Okay, so this is her just getting through this other stuff. Wow. Okay, yeah. It's funny how uh, she had that reaction on her face, I can only imagine what kind of reaction she would have down under. Um, so she needed to, she needed to bleach the thunder down under. Um, <laughs> it makes no sense. And, and to me, it's like, isn't that, I mean, yes, it's bleach. I get that. Like, you know, that is sanitary. It sanitizes things. It can kill germs and all that. But wouldn't that be very dangerous to do around your nether regions? Your naughty bits, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Fitting, uh, uh, fitting uh, Georgia O'Keeffe yeah. um, painting in the background. Yeah. Is it a? So, is it a? Uh, is it a flower or is it a? Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so vaginal lightning is what it is called, um, and involves using a specialized treatment to lighten the vulva or general bikini area. Uh, it does not, as a term would seem to imply, lighten the vagina <laughs> itself, uh, which is actually you know, located inside of the body. Um, most practitioners treat the labia majora, or the external lips of the vulva. Most people request lightening the uh, labia minora, or inner lips, as well. Who so this that? is not recommended, and many practitioners will not do it. Um, in this one lady's practice, she says she gets uh, four to five requests for the treatment per day. She's about ready to get a lot more. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, everyone is, it's their own body. People are happy or unhappy with certain parts of their body. Um, I think that it's definitely an interesting thing to want to change, I guess, the tint of your skin uh, in different areas of your body. Um, but genital cosmetic procedures... 
Uh, it says everyone should be informed of their potential complications, including infection, altered sensation, dyspareunia, and adhesions and scarring. So, but I guess it's not uncommon for labias to darken with age. So women are sometimes worried about the, the skid marks and war scars that occur from childbirth and chafing from thongs and what have you. Uh, and one of the things that changes over time is pigmentation. So, um, heavy yeah, concern. This is the thing that happens. It just doesn't make uh, it's it's uh you know, here we are, a couple men talking about the vagina, talking about bleaching the vagina, and uh, to me, it's uh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, you know, even when they're bleaching the you know yabo, uh, that part doesn't make sense either, as well. Um, why would anyone want to do those things to their bodies? But hey, you know what I'm saying? That, uh, you know, to each their own, I guess. Uh, she is Cardi B. I don't know how anybody said, oh, wait, if I bleach this area, it will lighten. Oh, it works. That's so weird. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there would be so much room for infections. And I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. It just seems weird to do something down there that's so sensitive in the first place. So sensitive. You know? Yeah. Anyway. It's very sad. I just can't, I can't help but think, is this her way of saying she wants to be Kanye's VP? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm done. Well, that'd be a ticket, wouldn't it? That would be a ticket. <laughs> Woo! The world, the world would bloody implode, my brother. The world would implode. Real talk. Have mercy. Um, but anyway, there you have it. There you have it. Cardi B bleaching her vagina. Yeah. Wait till her uh, her candle comes out and just smells like bleach. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you it would sell out in, in faster than Erica Badu. I'm telling you, that thing would f- fly off the counter. People love them some some Cardi B, man. People love them some Cardi B. Um anyway, let's move on to the next uh, topic. You know what I'm saying? Uh I don't know. I just got something. You sent me something, uh, Jack. Uh, that was from the uh, Trump supporters who painted over the uh, BLM. Yeah. Uh, what, what's up with this? Mural? Yeah. T- uh, let's talk on it. Speak on it, man. So this is the thing that happens up in the Bay Area. Um, and uh, in the Bay Area, they had uh, Black Lives Matter. Was a, a mural was on the street uh, in Contra Costa County. Uh, and two people went and took it upon themselves to cover it up with black paint. Um, yes. And they have now been charged with a hate crime. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, you, you could basically say it was a, as I was saying before, the, 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 the Karen and Ken of this situation uh, went out of their way to do this. And yes, we, we got to pull this video up. It's uh, Prosecutors say the couple is facing up to a year in county jail if convicted on all charges. <laughs> a year? Yep. Hamburger. Because it's uh, aided in alleged criminal conduct. Uh, both are being charged with a violation of civil rights, vandalism under $400, and possession of tools to m- commit vandalism or graffiti. Hmm. Hold on one mm. second. Wait, you sent me something completely different. Uh, you sent me a, a showdown, unexpected showdown between Trump supporters and BLM. Maybe that's the supporters. next video. Yeah, you sent me. 
Sorry about Something that. Else. Let me see if I can get a, a different link for you. No worries, man. It happens. Hold on, everybody. I'm sorry, guys. Do, do, do. All right, let's see. And so, I mean, let's talk about it for a minute. What do you guys think about, you know, if a city allows for it to be there and someone is way against it, I guess, uh, and so, goes out, what do you think is the proper punishment for him? Mm, that is a good question. Um, Honestly, I don't think it's a year, but I think it's funny that they face up to a year. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like they could face up to a year depending on the situation. I found it. I got it. So I'm, oh, okay, I'm going to play the video here. Um, and then we could discuss our thoughts afterwards. But this is uh, something that happened uh, in California. Here we go. Oh, man. We got a Karen in the house. What's happening? What's happening, Karen? Wow. What's happening? No one wants you here. Oh, what the no did you just say? Black Lives Matter here. Get the out of here. Oh, what you want? What, say that again. I I say that no again? one wants Black Lives Matter here. That's what I said. Oh, really? All lives matter, you punk. Wow. Okay. Yes, it is, you dumb. Wow. You know what? The only reason why the only reason why you're crying, why people cry police brutality, people are resisting arrest. Don't have a run-in with the law and don't resist arrest. It won't be a problem. That's not what's happening. They literally kneeled on that poor black man. No, nobody did. Nobody agrees with that. Did you even agree with that either? For twenty dollars? So then? That was wrong. Are you paying over Black Lives Matter if you said that was? Karen's still at it. Wow. Karen's still at it. Man, she all is. Lives don't matter. All lives do matter. No, they don't. They don't? Then explain to me how people keep getting killed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's funny because, you know, the, the, the everyone, everyone's a critic. Everyone's got a... Well, yeah, we're, we're a bunch of critics here, too. So what am I saying? But anyway... Um, this, I mean, it's a, it's a very, this is a very interesting, you know, uh, situation. Like they go out of their way to paint out Black Lives Matter with black paint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I think that's kind of funny. Uh, no offense, that's a little funny to me. Um, but at the same time, like they, they have no business of doing that. You know what I mean? Go do other things like, you know, write a post about it, uh, get a petition signed. Going over there and painting that stuff out does not solve anything. It just gets you in trouble and gets you on video where everybody's calling you a Karen and a Ken. And that's not what you that's not what you're trying to have happen. I mean, I'm assuming I'm assuming that's not what you want to have happen. So. I think they're just a, two really dumb people that I get it that were fired up. And felt motivated to make their voices heard in that in, in a certain way, but that's not the way to do it. It's not. If the city okayed that to be painted on the to leave that painted on the on the on the street, there's another way you can get that removed. Get a petition going. Talk to your local officials. You know, talk to the higher ups. See if you can get it removed. Going and 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 vandalizing that. Not the best choice 
out there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I mean, go ahead, Tom. Uh, I think it's funny as hell. <laughs> I mean, I mean, nothing makes me laugh harder than impotent rage of just people that you know history is just passing them by, and these two. You know, these two morons are out there trying to cover it up with black paint. I mean, at one point, he's like, go get the other can of paint. What, do they bring, like, two cans of paint to do this? I mean, these people are really dumb people. Obviously, very stupid people. And it's it's hilarious. I mean, it's high comedy for me to watch people that just have no power trying to act like they have power. That whole impotent rage thing is one of the funniest things ever. And those two idiots out there trying to cover up that whole thing is just, oh, it, it is mwah, beautiful. It's funny <laughs> as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm responding to... Sorry, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 Jack, thoughts? It, I mean... There's going to be people that want to go out and disrupt everything that's against their ideals, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just a another instance of, you know, people not grasping the whole concept of what's going on. And the all lives matter statements and things like that are just a, a blanket racist statement. I mean, it's a, you know, if you can't, if you agree that all lives matter, then you should not be upset at people saying that black lives matter. Yeah. And I saw that. I saw something that somebody posted up the other day. It said, if you're offended by people saying black lives matter, but you're okay with people saying blue lives matter, then what you're really offended by is the word black. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause it's, you can't have it both ways. Right. You can't be right. You know, state and state in one thing and then throwing out all lives matter and blue lives matter and saying that you can't, you know, I don't know. Um, I think that they should obviously be prosecuted. Uh, mm -hmm. It was approved by the city uh, to go on, onto the street. Yep. So like you said, yeah, if you want it removed, then go and take it, you know, the actual correct pattern or way of doing it and go to your city council and make a petition and get your signatures and, you know, and, or go sue the city and say that, you know, it, if you're going to put one thing out, then I get my rights to put, you know, all lives matter on the other part of the street. Like, and, you know, that's happened a couple of different places, too, where people are like, well, if you're allowed to put paint this on the street, then I want to be able to have my right to paint what I want to paint on the street because it is part of city property. And so go that route, you know, have exactly. your conflicting message somewhere else. Like I said, it's 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 it's, you know, and nicely said, Jack, I mean, and, and Tom, of course, too. I mean, it's literally like if you got a problem with it, get a petition going, talk to your local officials, talk to the higher ups whatever, whatever, if you really feel that motivated, going out there and trying to deface something like that does not solve anything. But, you know, you can apply this same thing to the people who are going out there and destroying uh, statues and monuments right now. You know, you can uh, you can those things still apply to those people as well. You know, to the Black Lives Matter movement protesters that are vandalizing uh, statues and et cetera. You can literally say the same thing about that as well. You know, there's a civilized way of getting things taken care of without actually going out there and showing your ass. That's it. There's a way of getting it done. 
There's a civilized way of getting it done. It might be boring and it might not be as dramatic and it might not be filled with this reality housewives of whatever's, you know what I'm saying? Like type of actions of like, I'm just going to paint it out. I get it. It might not be as exciting, but at the same time, those are just two ridiculous idiots trying to be dramatic and trying to get their faces out there. And also, I want to point this out too. Noticed, notice that homeboy in the red, you know, the Ken in this situation, holding his, his camera, holding his phone like this. He's videotaping it all. Why? Because he wants this ish to go viral too, bruh. He wants it to go big. So he's walking around going, yeah, these are my rights. You know, Black Lives Matter is stupid. They need to get away. La, 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 la. He's holding his phone. He's videotaping everything. Why? I guarantee you there's another angle out there on the, the internets somewhere posted by his ass because they said, we're about to do something. We're about to do something that's big. And I, I know for a fact that everybody on the other side, all the All Lives Matter people are going to be like, right. Yeah, support. We all need to do the same thing. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Watch out. Next thing you know, at the end of that video, he's like, be sure to hit that like button. Subscribe, yo. Watch. Watch. She's trying to get super famous. They, they trying to get famous. And look at them. If you look at the video again, they're full on in patriotic type of clothing, like T-shirts and all that with their their you know with the whatever rhetoric that they have on their t-shirts with their make america great again hat this stuff was premeditated it's not like they said babe i still can't i i still can't handle this i'm done we're pulling over to a home depot we're getting a couple gallons of black paint and we're going to do this right now no they said no we're going to be patriotic as f right now we're going to put on our clothes we're going to go get the black paint and then baby you are going to videotape me painting over the black lives matter painting on the on the road right here it was all premeditated y'all solely that they can go viral because they were trying to make a point for their own side of things as well. But here's the thing. Stupid. Stupid is as stupid does, right, Forrest Gump? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the thing is, is that they could have done it in a much more civil manner. They didn't need to do that at all. I get it. We all have our opinions. We all have our rights. We all want things to change in this world. And on both sides of the spectrum, there has been people who have done some really stupid ass-ish this is a moment of some stupid ass ish. And the thing is, is they could have done it in a much more civil, much more civil and thought out way. Comment down below and let us know what you think on that situation, because I think it's ridiculous. Most it's definitely. So, I mean, did they not think about the visuals of that? I mean, did they think that this would look like some grand patriotic movement to like run a roller across the street. Yeah. I mean, they just look stupid. Yeah. I mean, it looks like impotent rage. Exactly. It looks like people that are trying to do something with nothing. Beautifully said. Impotent <laughs> rage. Like they were not thinking through this situation. They just said, hey, we're going to put on red because we're, 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 we're blind with red passion. You know, we're going to, you know, it's all about Trump and it's all about the right wing and it's the right way. And black lives matter don't matter paint over it with black paint that's stupid 
so stupid. It's, it just looks dumb. It's not even a good visual. You just look like a moron when you're out there with a roller. And here's the other funny thing. Stupid. Here's the other funny thing that I want to point out. What's going to happen is this. Just because you painted it over with black paint doesn't mean that they can't paint over that. It's already been fixed. Exactly. Yeah. Of course it's going to be fixed. You're going to paint it. It's not going to go away. They're going to paint right back over it. Make it even more prominent. So, do you think that they deserve a year? Or no? Or just a little misdemeanor slap on the wrist type of thing? Fellas, what do you think? So, hold on. Uh, I thought it was going to happen, and I already found it. Ooh. So. <laughs> what? Uh, all dressed up and donned and, and full-on patriotic, as you, you're saying, yeah. material on them, right? So, um, Team Trump 2020 is organizing this fundraiser for uh, the two people that painted over the Black Lives Matter, raising money for them for uh, defending them. God. And so they have $405 raised so far with a $10,000 goal. I got started up 11 hours ago. Um, why else, Don, all, all of the material on you, if you don't want to, like you said, if you are trying to go viral and you want to be found, and uh, and you know that you have the support in these groups of people that are donating 50 and 125 dollars left and right uh you know you can go out and do this type of stuff because there's people that will support you in the back end of it how much how much uh, has, has it raised so far they just raised 405 dollars on this single oh. fundraiser mm-hmm. it just got started up um Son i just gone yeah uh, it's, it's never but, been you know, very hard to separate conservatives from their money that's yeah. for sure <laughs> I mean, these people, probably their parents and grandparents were giving money to televangelists and Jimmy Swaggart, and now they're giving money to this stuff. It's the same pattern. Mm. Man, I just see uh, a presidential pardon coming. A presidential <laughs> pardon. The, the level of delusion with these people is <laughs> yeah. just outstanding. So stupid. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, it seems like every time something like this comes up, there's some fundraiser where, you know, that, you know, all these morons go and donate all this money to these people. I mean, it just reminds me of the televangelists back in the 80s. We need a new plane to, to get to, to Africa to spread the word of Jesus. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the same thing now. It, it just reminds me of the same thing. Yeah. It's just rubes that are easily separated from their money. And it seems to be the same people every time. It's really, um, like I said, there's, there's, there's a way of getting things done. And like I said, they, they were just trying to get some stuff out there to look cool and uh, go viral. It's, uh, it's messed up. It's really, really yep. messed up. Um, but at the same time, you know, here it is like, regardless, it's, it's, it, it, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I know for a fact that here it is. If it wasn't black lives matter on there and if it was like white lives matter on the, on the street, would it still be unjust? Not to them. No, no, I'm saying like, and somebody went, some somebody who was not cool oh, with oh. that being written on, on the street, 
went out there and scrubbed it out with white paint or whatever, black paint, whatever it might be, would it still be, would we still have this reaction? Would we still mm-hmm. be like, uh, no, you know, like sign a petition, et cetera, et cetera. Or would we have the same response? These are just a bunch of idiots trying to go viral, trying to look cool, so on and so forth. What do you think, fellas? Uh, and I don't know. It's weird. There's not that same, um, uh, not that same talk, mm-hmm. um, you know, around that. I mean, it's a, if there's a difference to where white people were on the, the end of what black people are on right now, mm-hmm. then I guess it would be a similar situation. But I, I don't see any city allowing for white lives matter to be painted onto a street. Maybe some cities, <laughs> but uh, I don't see it in the past and, and allowed to be done. I can possibly see a, a city allowing for all lives matter to be painted or blue lives matter to be painted on a street somewhere. Um, I could say say blue lives matter was written on a street, and that maybe that's a better uh, comparison than white lives matter, and because if it was blue lives matter and someone went over and then and if it was a sanctioned by the city, and then the blue part was starting to be covered up by black paint, would it would we still see it as the same thing? And I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, whoever would go in is is covering up again. They're breaking the law, and so I just don't agree with that like the way they're going about and doing it there's another way to do it um but also i mean i guess it's a form of protesting right mm-hmm. um and again I, we go back to saying is there a right way to protest so i don't know that's funny yeah anyway it, it's just a thought it's just a thought in my head because you know of course you know you gotta you gotta flip it on its end flip it on the other side just just out of pure exercising uh, talk and exercising thought. And yeah, I would be, honestly, I'll, I'll tell that, I'll say this, honestly, I'd be like, hell yeah, you, you, hell yeah, get rid of it, you know? Do it as much as you can. But then on, on the other side, legally speaking, I guess there's that part of me going, okay, well, you get a petition signed. You do X, Y, and Z. Same thing as what I was saying in regards to the defacing of monuments and, and statues that, are, that have been going on, that are still going on right now. Um, don't get me wrong. I feel what people are feeling, for sure. The anger, the frustration. But then it's also like, all right, you get a petition together. You talk to your local officials. You talk to the higher-ups. And you see what you can do on a legal standpoint so that things are done in a more civil way. I don't know. Just but that doesn't work. About. I know, but then that, mm-hmm. there's that the other thing. <laughs> it's the just other straight thing. up done work. They've tried yeah. doing that. It doesn't yeah. work. And it doesn't work. So, and that's, that's so the they other. tear it down. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was trying to get to, Tom. But Sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying... Those are the things that do happen. But let's move on. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, So I see that there's something else that went on. Now, this is weird. And this is a weird story. Uh, Tom's got the story about this father who lost an arm wrestling match with his son. And it ended up with an eight-hour standoff 
Uh, and it's like the cops pulled up with an eight hour standoff because I guess he was he shot at his son or something like that. What's going on, Tom? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I guess this is a this is a lighter story. Doesn't have to do with politics at all. Uh, this is coming out of uh, Kentucky. Uh, this is a small town, about twenty minute drive southwest of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, a man was drinking at home, I guess, and uh, he's a fifty five year old man named Curtis Zimmerman. Was drinking at home. He decided he was going to have an arm wrestling contest with his son. <laughs> Uh, who's a juvenile. His son is a minor. They, they did not specify how old he is. He could be seven years old. He could be 17. We don't mm. know. But his son is a juvenile. Uh, dad was drinking. Dad said, hey, son, come on over here. I want to arm wrestle you. The son proceeded to just whoop his dad's ass in arm <laughs> wrestling repeatedly. I'm sorry. Like several times over beat his dad in arm wrestling. Uh, his dad went crazy, grabbed a gun, started like threatening the son. The son ran back up to his room. The dad, it's unclear whether the dad shot at the son or shot into the ceiling, mm-hmm. but discharged the firearm a few times because he was angry that his, his son beat him in arm wrestling while he was drunk. So it led to an eight-hour standoff with uh, police, but it, it was resolved. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, oh, the world we live in. I guess this is what happens, you know, after, after we've been locked down for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Start arm wrestling their family and then getting angry about it, and and, and and allegedly shooting their at their children. Um, now here's the thing: the one thing that is, from my understanding, uh, the one thing that is more disheartening than anything else in the world is when you realize that your son can beat your ass. Um, <laughs> as a man. As a conventional, traditional, old-school man, it is one of the worst things in the world is when you realize that your son can kick your ass. Now, it's terrible, especially when you're going, like, you know, every time you say, hey, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Now he's like, not so much I could take you out, actually. So... Very, very terrible news for him on that end. But why would you have to go out of your way to pull out them guns or gun and start busting off? No reason for that. Why would you try to why would you shoot inside your own home at your own kid? You're the biggest dumbass in the world. This is the biggest dumbass in the world. Who would do that? To to the point where there was an eight-hour standoff. Eight hours. Where he refused to go to, to surrender. He refused to get out of the house. All because of an arm wrestling. All because of arm wrestling. Who is this person? That's what I want to know. What does this man look? I want to see what this man looks like. Like, who is this person that would go to that extreme all over losing an arm wrestling game or match? Stupid. Who does that, guys? Um, drunk people. <laughs> the fact that you're going out of your way to start blaming it on off the rounds? drink, bruh. Yeah. I, I googled uh, I googled Curtis Zimmerman, but I don't think the one that's popping up is our Curtis Zimmerman. He looks to be a motivational speaker who's never arm wrestled anyone in his entire life. 
But uh, <laughs> I'm curious to know also who this guy is because yeah. this is a fascinating, that's a that's fascinating a, story. That's a that's a very passionately angry man right there, <laughs> and 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 it's a it's like a disheartening moment for him because he realizes, wow, my son is much stronger than me now. I'm getting old. Suddenly it goes into, am I still a man anymore? Then it suddenly goes into the virility of who he is, uh, you know, how, you know, it, it, the, his virility. It goes on to all these other things. Like this kind of story makes me think like this is a dude that was like clearly working under the hood of his car. <laughs> I'm sorry. Drinking bush light. Talking about his hunting, his best hunting stories and decided to arm wrestle his son. But then at the same time, I could be completely wrong. You see what I'm saying? But I automatically think that this is some hillbilly white dude just angry at the fact that his son might be stronger than him now. (laughs) That's it. But I could be wrong. This could be a black guy. You know, this guy could be Asian. We never know. You know what I mean? What was his name again? Curtis Zimmerman. Now, here's the thing. I'm I'm Googling Curtis Zimmerman now, and I don't think this is, you know, I don't want to say this is the same guy because I certainly don't know that it is. There is a Curtis Zimmerman who's a motivational speaker around the Cincinnati area whose name pops up when you Google Curtis Zimmerman. Could be a totally different Curtis Zimmerman in the Cincinnati area. But if this is, if what I'm looking at right now is the picture of the guy who did it, it makes this story 10 times funnier. Because he looks like a friggin' accountant. Yeah, that's hilarious, though. He's a... Sp- I'm sorry. He's... I'm sorry. He's a motivational speaker. Again, if I don't was, know that this no, is no, the no, same no. guy. There if, could easily be two Curtis Zimmermans in the Cincinnati area. Right, what I'm trying easily. to say is... What I'm trying to say is, if he was a motivational speaker, this should be a freaking made-for-TV movie. I am sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. Th- that would be amazing if that was true. If it's true. But at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> they, haven't, they, haven't, uh, 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 they haven't released the identity of the son uh, or mm-hmm. anybody else that was involved with the shooting event. Um, but, yeah, that takes, a, that takes a, a special kind of stupid. Real talk. <laughs> a special kind of stupid to uh, make you want to go and, and get angry and pull out your gun and start shooting. That, that dude must have been hella drunk. Like, that's, a, that's blind drunk, you know? And lucky yep. for him, he ain't dead. And his son isn't dead. And then the thing is, is that, imagine, you're, you're, you're shooting a gun in the house, and they say that he, uh, you know, he, he was shooting it into the ceiling. There's somebody who's upstairs. There could have been somebody upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, he would, the kid was running upstairs. So if you shot a gun up into the ceiling, what if you what if you had another kid up there? What if you had your wife up there? You know, apparently there were other people in the house. Those kids that his other family members could have been hit by those those stray bullets that he was shooting wildly into the house. Man, this dude better get slapped in the face with everything that he could they could possibly get within the full extent of the law. This dude is stupid as hell. That is a mm-hmm. stupid, stupid mother lover. Real talk. Mm-mm-mm. Dumb. 
Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with my kid starts beating me in like a foot race or something. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, you start coming out with your your bow and arrow. You're like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Get off my lawn. You know, or whatever. We don't need any of that stuff. We don't need that. We don't need to be about that life. Just embrace the fact that your son might be faster than you or stronger (laughs) than you and get it over with. Or do some pull-ups. You know what I'm saying? Do some push-ups, pull-ups, you know what I mean? Get a workout in. You feel me? Just get it yep. over with, man. Just be don't, don't be stupid. Jeez. Stupid. Holy God. Anyway, I hope the family's okay. I'm sure they're, they're uh, properly traumatized from this situation. And homegirl better go and get those divorce papers and get those papers signed. Because I don't think that is, that's a fit husband. And father for your children. You know what I mean? You better sign them papers. Just get those papers signed, baby. Anyway, moving on. We got some other. This is some cool news. It's actually, I'm very excited about this. This has to do with Charlemagne the God. If you don't know about the Breakfast Club's Charlemagne the God, I'm very, very excited about this. I think it's very good news. Uh, Charlemagne the God is working on uh, a weekly talk show on Comedy Central. Man, I'm excited about this. Uh, so they, Comedy Central is preparing a new weekly talk show fronted by the uh, Breakfast Club's host, Charlemagne the God. So um, he has been on a, a, some other shows. Like he's done, uh, well, let's see. He has done, uh, obviously he's been on the, the, the Breakfast Club. There, he was on MTV2's uh, The Guy Code for a while. He also hosted a show called Charlemagne and Friends and Uncommon Sense. Uh, for uh, MTV's uh, network as well. Um, so I'm excited. The, the, he says that he wasn't really prepared to, 10 years ago when they were trying to work out a, another a, a TV deal back then. Um, so he thinks that this is the right time for him to jump in. You also got to remember that uh, there's another talk show, a very popular talk show on Comedy Central called The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Um, but then now he's going to be taking over the slot where Lights Out with David Spade was. Lo siento. Um, seen, seen a couple episodes of Lights Out with David Spade, and I can see why it got canceled. Sorry. I'm not, I don't mean to be rude, you know, David Spade, you know what I'm saying? You're still secured in the bag. I'm, I'm sure you got money beyond money. But it wasn't that great of a show, in my personal opinion. Um, Now, he obviously has been making headlines as of recently because of the, uh, if you don't vote for me, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black Joe Biden interview. So he has been getting still catching waves and still getting a lot of hits over that situation. And so, uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to be doing that and getting getting a TV show revved up and ready to go for Charlemagne the God. Now, I'll say this. I'm excited about it because I'm a fan of Charlemagne the God. I think he does have a finger on the pulse as far as uh, black culture and what's going on in the world and in, in, in the black community. Um, and I think he's a prominent voice right now. He has been in the game for a very, very long time. So this is not like this is his first rodeo in anything of that sort. He's been on the radio for decades now. Um, and so, uh, you know, um, I tip my hat off to him, man. I think it's going to be really exciting. And I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with this show. You know, hopefully it's properly diverse, you know, 
in opinions and in guests, you know? That's what I think about it. Yeah. It'd be super cool. Yeah, I'm making moves. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I imagine he'll still do the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. So, oh, hell I mean, yeah. He's being a busy guy. Yeah, no, he he's securing the bags with with the Breakfast Club, so he ain't mm-hmm. gonna he ain't gonna mess up that. That's that's foundation. That's easy money. You know what I mean? That's that's a set paycheck that he doesn't yeah. need to think about. And you never know what's gonna happen with this TV show. The TV show could be amazing or it could be trash. So he better hold on to that that Breakfast Club check for a little okay. while before he can like split off. Now he's been. As you've already, you guys have already seen, you know, if you follow Breakfast Club and if you follow Charlemagne the God's career, he's already been kind of splitting off from the rest of the team. You know, he's the one who kind of stands out out of the three of them. Uh, he's got his own opinions. People, uh, tr- people like him. People hate him. People, you know, tune in to him just to disagree with him, uh, just to hear what he has to say because they just want to disagree with him. Like he has that voice that everybody tunes to, tunes into, and hears. Whether you like his opinion or not, he's still out here. He's still Charlemagne the God. Now he used to work with Wendy Williams uh, before Wendy Williams became Wendy Williams. Um, so it's interesting to see, I'm interested to see what happens because now he has his own TV show and they parted ways, uh, in a, in a very, very, uh, let's just say sour way. Um, and so I'm interested to see how Charlemagne the God now has a TV show. Wendy Williams has her TV show. I'm interested to see how, what kind of ratings, how that goes, you know, um, but of course, Charlemagne the God speaks to a whole different, completely different demographic, um, and his co- his content and the things that he would be talking about are completely different from what Wendy Williams talks about. Mm-hmm. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how he does on Comedy Central because on the Comedy Central he can do a lot more things. He'll be able to get away with a lot more things. But I wouldn't say. I just hope he doesn't try to take a Daily Show route because. I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's a funny dude. You know what I mean? At all. So I'm interested to see what he does for sure. Um, like no skits or anything, please. Right. Please. Right. Not. Yeah. Just get the conversations going. Talk about what's going on. Keep being the be, keep having your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world and make that monies. Okay. Secure that bags. Anyway, uh, today we're, 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 sh- we're going to be shutting down the show a little bit earlier today, unfortunately. Um, so we got to jump into this thing. It's time for some celebrity birthdays. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into that, shall we? And of course, like I always say, celebrity birthdays. Jack is going to tell us, describe some people who are celebrating the, some, some celebrities are going to be celebrating their birthdays today. He's going to describe them. Comment down below. And let's see if you can beat me and Tom. Let's get it. All right. So from Oakland, California, turning 39 years old today, this TV actor is best known for his role as Calvin Payne in the TBS sitcom Tyler Perry's House of Payne. Three, two, one. Don't Any know. Any guesses? I do not know. His name is Lance Gross. Oh, Lance Gross. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. 
uh, turning 50 years old today from Los Angeles, California. This rock singer uh, is a multi-instrumentalist known for his experimental music that covers genres of psychedelic rock, alternative rock, and folk. He appeared in an SNL episode hosted by Kevin Spacey. He has songs like, yeah, Loser and Devil's Haircut. Yep, Beck. I didn't realize he was 50. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Turning uh, 69 years old today from Santa Monica, California. This is an Academy Award. She won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Prizzy's Honor. Uh, She won an Independent Spirit Award for her role in The Dead. Uh, She was also in uh, The Addams Family as the mom. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Angelica. Mm -hmm. Angelica. Hutton? Angelica Houston. Houston. Thank Huston. you. Huston or something, yeah. Huston, Houston, something like that. Houston. Yeah. Houston. Okay. Uh, turning 52 years old today from New York City, New York. Uh, this American television actor is best known as Agent Denozo from NCIS. He was in, his first uh, start was a television uh, as a minor role in The Cosby Show. He was a title character in the TV series Bowl. He was Logan Kale on Dark Angel. Any guess? I, I don't know. Damn. Michael Weatherly. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. You, you can recognize his face. I wouldn't have been able to pull out his name. Uh, uh, Malia Carr got it. Oh, nice. <laughs> really? Yeah, Michael Weatherly. Yes. Good job. Turning 59 years old from Clinton, Oklahoma, the singer, songwriter, producer, and actor was named the Country Music Academy Entertainer of the Year in 2002 and 2003, and his debut hit was Should Have Been a Cowboy. (laughs) Three, two, one. Don't know. Jason Aldean. No, he's a Ford truck man. No, I don't know it. He recorded the song Piece of Work with Jimmy Buffett. Warren Buffett? I'm just kidding. Jason Aldean. No, take another guess with another huge country star. George Strait. No, Toby Keith. Toby Ah. Keith. That's what I was saying. I meant Toby Keith. Leah got it again. (laughs) All right. uh, From Richford, New York, he passed away in 1937 at the age of 97. He's a billionaire and co-founder of Standard Oil Company and the first formidable U.S. business trust. He's a noted philanthropist. Carnegie? Uh, nope. Uh, the other huge family, and he has an oil empire and foundations run by his only son, John. Ask Jr. No. John D. Rockefeller. Oh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Oh, yes. Wow, Malia's killing go. it right now. Bruh. <laughs> Damn, all, right, from, uh, all the way from Australia. Australia. Uh, turning 62 years old today, you might have six degrees away from him. Oh. Kevin Bacon. Three, two, one. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. That's right. Strangely, I actually share a common ancestor with Kevin Bacon. So hey, I can, I can play. Hey, I see the genetics. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's interesting. All right, uh, turning 43 years old today from Anaheim, California. He's best known for his roles as Jess Mariano in Gilmore Girls and Peter Petrelli on the NBC show Heroes. Oh, oh, 
Oh. Oh. He's been in This Is Us. Yes. He's like the greatest. Milo Ventimiglia? Correct. Yeah, he's like the, the, the best dad in the world, for crying out loud, it seems like. The best husband and dad in the world on This Is Us. I'm just talking about yeah. This Is Us. Yeah. Milo. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we got Heroes three more here. First season, First season yeah. of Heroes was fantastic. I agree. Right? Yeah. All right, uh, turning 38 years old today from Pasadena, California, this TV actress is known for her roles in Nip Tuck, One Tree Hill, and Chicago PD. Uh, her film credits include John Tucker Must Die, The Hitcher, and The Narrows. And she had a role in National Lampoon's Van Wilder. She was on Nip Tuck. Mm-hmm. One of the leads in Nip Tuck? I or believe she just... so. Uh, she's an avid activist for DoSomething.org. She was in John, John Tucker Must Die? Yep. One. I have no Sophia idea. Bush. Sophia Bush? Yep. I don't even know who that is. See, you recognize her face. All right, last two here. Uh, from Malibu, California, turning 22 years old today, this actor, dancer, and rapper who won an MTV award for his performance in The Pursuit of Happiness. He did the remake of The Karate Kid. Oh. Okay. Three, two, one. Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. Correct. And for today's last birthday, turning 71 years old today from Austria, this Aust Austrian chef became a celebrity favorite at Hollywood's famed restaurant Spago. Five, four. No, he three, knows this. Two. He was in the, was in the Smurfs. He has film credits for the Smurfs and Food Fight. Three, two, one. Wolfgang Puck. Correct. So happy birthday to all the celebrities out there and everybody else that's celebrating. Uh, yes. Quarantine style. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Junior. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, so, yes, thank you so much, Jack, for that, uh, for that wonderful game. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it is uh, about that time to wrap it up. Today, unfortunately, we had to end a little earlier today than usual. But, hey, you guys know that every every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, we are right here to do this show called The Pascal Show. If you haven't done it yet, go and hit that like button down below. It would really, really mean a lot. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Um, also, um, I will not be on live tonight, but I will be having a video posted tonight uh so be sure to be on the lookout for it it will be out tonight uh talking about god knows what whatever's going on you know what i mean if hell's going down in a barrel of what am i saying if hell is raining huh? down from the clouds i don't know what i'm saying i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> but anyway shut your face jack anyway uh <laughs> I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, if, if this is your first time checking out the show, hit that subscribe button, uh, and we have got to get it going. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. See you guys then. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. And, uh, oh, you know, by the way, Tano Vane, I know I just said bye, but I love the fact that you got your coffee mug. 
the Pascal Show mug. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. I was just a, I, right when I'm going bye bye. You, I just saw that you co- commented on that. So I just wanted to say I'm very happy that you got the mug. If you haven't done that yet, please go to teespring.com forward slash these uh, forward slash dash. the dash Pascal dash show. And uh, uh, I think that's it, right? Uh, and teespring.com forward slash store forward slash the dash Pascal dash show. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. What, what, what he said, <laughs> what he just said, you know, all that stuff. Go and get that Antano vein if you can, please. Most definitely, uh, if you could send me the, a photo of you holding the mug or something like that, I would love to be able to share that on our social medias and all that. And if you haven't done that yet either, please go follow us. Follow the Pascal show on IG. It's at the Pascal show, all one word. Okay. Anyway, got to go. Bye-bye.